<sighs> I have no idea how I was planning on starting this, but I'm excited to start it. <laughs> <gasps> that's that's always Thank a start. You. So with that in mind, welcome aboard the Funny Boat Podcast. I am your host, Captain Boomies. Ahoy, ahoy. With me is the broker with the beard. How are you doing, Ed? Oh, Captain Boomies, I'm doing fantastic. How about yourself? <laughs> well, I had an impossibly good day. I got to go check out a brand Ooh. new boat. Mm. Oh, was this mm. the uh, 60 footer you were no, talking about? No, uh, unfortunately, that one <gasps> fell through. But I did get to oh. go peek at another boat as part of a um, sneak peek to the Bay Bridge Boat mm. Show. I have no idea how they're letting me get away with this, but it's really fun. <laughs> anyway, this boat is a brand oh, new Hylus. And when they told me that, I was like, oh, it's Ooh. a sailboat, right? A Hylus. And then I get there and I'm like, nope, that's not a sailboat. That's like a sexy, sexy picnic boat <laughs> nice. with twin outboards. I know. Ooh. Everything's an outboard now. But more surprisingly, yeah. this thing had two cocks. <laughs> so it's going to get a lot of attention at the show, <laughs> I can tell. So, so I'm sorry. I said that a little abruptly. It had two Cox diesel outboards, which are the coolest oh. things. They're these monsters that that sip diesel and give you outboard pushies. It's so awesome. <laughs> I'm obsessed with these boats. Um, and these outboards wow. are really fun and they give you the right kind of giddy up. It doesn't feel like putting, it doesn't feel like when you put the, the throttle down on a diesel. It feels like when you put the throttle down on an outboard. It's weird. What's it? It's got like an instant yeah. kickback rather than that slow like that build. chugga 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 thing that happens right but i love nerding out about boats and it makes me very happy that um i get to bring another boat lover in today instead of just a Ooh. creepy boat broker like you <laughs> here we go oh boy <laughs> um and even though i am very excited to see you at the boat show as well i know you're going to be selling like a madman while you're there and that's gonna be fun that's the plan but that's that's besides the point today today we are so lucky that we are gonna get to talk to wayne the boat guy and we're gonna talk all about his fabulous youtube channel and how awesome it is that he basically pursued his boating he he followed his love of boats all the way to being a YouTube weirdo, just like the rest of us. <laughs> Good to have you on Wayne, here, Wayne. Welcome aboard. Thank you, Captain. Appreciate it. And Ed the Broker. <laughs> I understand. I totally understand. So Wayne is one of the lucky boaters that uh, kind of never has had to deal with a broker. So tell me, oh. tell me about... Tell me about your first boat, Wayne. My first boat? Yeah. Oh, wow. My first boat, only bought that a few years ago. And, and Ed, I, had I known, I would have contacted you first because <laughs> whenever we drove over to Cape St. Clair to spend like $1,500 on, on this 1976 Rankin 19-foot um, boat <laughs> with an 85 Evinrude 90 horsepower on the back, 
Um, you know, I figured I probably needed to finance that through a broker and, you know, have a lot of surveying <laughs> done and all those kinds of things. No, actually, sure. I'm yeah. The exact opposite of that is what happened. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My wife and I moved to, we, we're from Maryland, um, always lived in Maryland. But the weird thing is we <laughs> lived over in like Glen Burnie area. Nice. And nobody who we knew had a boat. Nobody. We, I had no friends with boats. We never went boating. None of our parents or anybody else went boating. And we're all so close to the water. I'm and yeah, Glen Burnie's yeah. got a lot of water. Well, no, there's no water in Glen Burnie. I mean, except for maybe flooded basements or something. But like, no, no real like. I mean, okay, yeah, you got like Marley Creek or Furnace Creek or whatever. And if you've ever been in those waters, I have. There's usually not a lot of boats in those waters. Okay. Um, but uh, anyway, so we moved to be much closer to the water. And the neighborhood we were in, when we moved here, I looked around and like everybody had a boat trailer in the driveway, like everybody. And my wife and I were talking about it and we were like, we, we probably should get a boat, you know, like, and there's a marina <laughs> literally half a block from our house. And right. so we're like, we, we probably should get a boat. And my wife says to me, she goes, well, what does a boat cost? And I'm like, it could cost anything. And she goes, well, just give me a ballpark. Like, how cheap could we get a boat? That was all I needed to know to be able to grab my phone and just start scrolling through. And I'm like, well, here's one for $1,500. And she was like, really, you can get a boat that cheap? And I'm like, yes. And she goes, yeah, but is it a good boat? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know anything about this. I mean, for $1,500, I'm a little nervous for you. <laughs> right. So I actually... I'm glad you said that, Kate. <laughs> so I actually looked at a couple other ads okay. and I found an ad, I think it was on Craigslist. And the description was really long. And the guy was selling it uh, because he had bought another project boat that he was working on. And in the ad, he wrote the sentence, this boat is a great knockabout boat for a first-time boater. And I thought, perfect. a knockabout boat for a first-time boater. Perfect. Hello. Perfect. So did you knock <laughs> it around a bit? Or... <laughs> Actually, no. Uh, we ended up... Um, I didn't really have much problems with it once I learned how to start an old two-stroke outboard motor, which was an absolute nightmare <laughs> to learn how to do. And I'm a guy who grew up around engines. I mean, I've owned cars like with chokes, like manual chokes on them. And I've owned cars where I had taken apart half of the carburetor and used to have to like pump on the gas just to like get it to start, like all kinds of crazy nonsense. <laughs> and I could not get this engine to run to save my life. And um, when I would get it running, yeah. we just didn't shut it off. Like we'd go out in the bay and just be like cruising around or whatever. But the whole time the engine's just going bup, 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 back there because I was scared to death to shut it off that I would never get it restarted. There's Somebody showed me how to keep it running, how to start it. Um, and that was kind of one of the inspirations for making my videos. And the funniest story about this boat is that when I sold the boat to another guy who was a first time boater, I told him 
there's videos all over my YouTube channel about this boat. I walk you through everything with this boat. I have probably got a dozen videos about this boat. I told him everything that was wrong with it. I told him how hard it was to start and everything. And he didn't bother doing any homework, left it sit for like several months and then went out one day and I'm out to dinner, I think. And my phone rings and it's him. And I'm at dinner and we're in the middle of a conversation and I see his number pop up and I'm like, I'm not going to answer this. I get the voicemail. He left me a voicemail that he's in what he called the middle of the ocean, which he meant the bay. And, well, that's a new motor right there. And he couldn't get the boat started. So he, had, he got the boat started at the, at the pier, went out into the bay, and then couldn't get it restarted again. And decided to call <laughs> me instead of the Coast Guard or towboat or anybody who really could actually have possibly helped him at the time and called me. Well, can I tell you why he did that? He must have watched some of your videos and, and he trusted you. You give such good information. I think he watched those. If I had you on speed dial, you better believe. Like, like yeah. hey, this boat's making this weird noise. Can you? Yep. 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 <laughs> he did make it back. So I did follow up with him and he, he is still alive. He made it back from that journey. But yeah, That's... I kept the message on my phone for like a year because I I was in such shock that this guy called me <laughs> on a cell phone and is like, hey, hi, uh, Wayne, I, I'm in the ocean and the boat won't start. And I'm like, man, what an adventure that guy had. I've never felt yeah. like I'm I'm lost at sea while I'm puttering yeah. around the bay in a John boat. <laughs> yeah. yep. God, that's such a better adventure. He's living the best life. Yeah. <laughs> And here's the best thing I ever did with that boat okay. was uh, my son and I. Sold it. <laughs> it was a great boat. It was it was a, it was a piece. Um, but anyway, we took it to Ego Alley, and we parked right in Ooh. Ego Alley. And it was a weekday, so hardly anybody else was there. But I took pictures of my boat parked in Ego Alley, and it was great because it's like here's my fifteen hundred dollar old. Oh, parked amongst all of these fantastic looking boats. So, and, um, so for those who don't know Annapolis and, and the Chesapeake Bay, oh, yeah, Ego yeah. Alley is where all of the very sexy yachts and big boats in the Chesapeake Bay go to show off. And they twirl around downtown mm -hmm. Annapolis in this very skinny <clears throat> channel. Um, and, and, they're like millions and millions upon millions of dollars, and here's <laughs> here's a two Typic, Typically, <laughs> like nineteen foot Rankin, and it was like orange and white too. It was beautiful. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh nice! Colors. I love it. Yeah, I I get this vision, Wayne, like uh, Washington the crossing Delaware. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> <The> Delaware. <laughs> Your foot up on the yeah. bow, yeah. kind of looking at yeah. it. It was great. And I, I've, I've, uh, I'm, I'm replacing. Well, I have a few other boats now, but um, Ed, I recently purchased a um, a Boston Whaler, and once again, mm -hmm. I apologize for not consulting <laughs> you and your services beforehand. If you were buying a a classic, um. Ooh. Boston Whaler, Montauk, or maybe it's a Nauset. Um, you know, so 16, 17 foot. What would you recommend somebody mm -hmm. do before they purchase 
a boat like that. This is actually really stupid valuable. Um, what what do you recommend somebody do before they purchase a boat? <laughs> Panic. <Man>, no. <laughs> I would put Wayne on speed. <laughs> I would probably take it for a test run if you possibly could. Did oh, we so you're that? assuming that this is a boat that is powered. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. okay. I, I would maybe specify that in the, in the first call to the seller. <laughs> no. So... If I went to you and I said, "Hey, Ed, I'm I'm thinking about buying this 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 whaler Nosset," you would just say, "Take it for a ride," and then I say, uh, "It doesn't have a motor." Um, hmm. So, you might you might want to sort when when did when did this, did this purchase happen? But recently, recently, yeah. I would probably want to source outboard. <laughs> <laughs> so or price it up anyway. <laughs> so okay, but let's just say. Instead of that, um, Luke McFadden, <laughs> who also has a YouTube channel. The TikTok uh, grabber. Yes, the TikTok Love grabber. That yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Million and a half uh, followers on TikTok. The scooter fisherman with the mag. <laughs> Calls me up and he says, hey, I got a deal for you. And I said, okay, I'm listening. And he said, would you like a Boston Whaler? And I thought, well, you can't go wrong with a Boston whaler. That was right. always what I thought. They're unsinkable. Exactly. <laughs> I've been to the show. I've seen the little half of one sitting there with the foam, you know, yeah. and just floating in the water. And I always think, hey, that's the whaler I could afford. And so I thought, unsinkable. It's a Boston whaler. They have a great reputation. They've been making boats forever. And he tells me it's a 17-foot Montauk. He lied. Um. Well, no, we, we, we didn't know. He was misinformed. Yes, we, we didn't Somebody know. lied to um, him. Somebody lied to him. Okay. <laughs> I will was, not have you besmirch Mr. Crab Pants himself. <laughs> it was about 17 feet. Um, and we, we believe me, we both thought it was possibly a Montauk. Um, but anyway, he mentioned it and he, he explained what he was doing. He was he was buying a trailer, and but he didn't need the boat. And he's like, hey, if you'd like to, he said... You know, blah blah blah, and I and I'm like, uh, I'm there. You know, I, I just yeah, sign me up. You know, I'll I'll be right over. And so I just I raced over there and said, yeah, I'll take it because it's a whaler. Now, granted, it's completely saturated, uh, the foam, and there's cracks in the floor, and there is no hardware on the boat whatsoever, and it has been mm -hmm. patched by elementary school kids. Um, Hundreds of times. <laughs> I've seen this boat, Ed, and I yeah. need you to understand what's what's happened here. Is this so I, I was is totally this... with him. I was totally with him. I was like, "Yeah, it's a whaler. How could you possibly go wrong? Go like wrong, they right? they just live forever. I've never seen one die. And then there's the exception to the rule." <laughs> This so one, this one he, was on life support. This maybe. one was on life support. <laughs> and I don't know if it's life support, really. I mean, this one's basically, <laughs> it's it's done. It's it's <laughs> it's it, it's life is over. It was um, so, Mister Trash Wheel in Baltimore. So there are these trash wheels mm -hmm. in Baltimore, and I guess they have them in some other cities now. And basically, it's like a self-running thing to like 
suck trash out of harbors. It's a great thing. They used this to work on Mr. Trash Wheel. And before that, I think it was like a, a lighthouse tender. It's So it's been a work boat for like 30 years. Right. And treated as such. Yeah. And then somebody's like, uh, you know, spare fishing boat. It came with fishing rods. That's probably the most valuable thing that it came with. <laughs> I don't know how to use well, that see, because I don't fish, but um, yeah. So, see, see, Wayne, this this is where the broker expertise <laughs> come in. The That's what I was hoping. Yep. Because it's not so much what you have that you see; it's what you don't see. What you don't see is all of the advertisement uh, opportunity for uh. Life seal and <laughs> and uh, flex seal <laughs> that you now have. I think you might have some sponsorship opportunities here. Yep. Uh, <laughs> oh I, so I've been having some conversations with people recently, and I've I've made a few videos featuring this boat, and um, there was, I'll just say, there's going to be more videos with this boat in the future, and. Um, mm. That's all I'm going to say about that. I'm so excited. If you if you haven't, you need to go check out Wayne the Boat Guy. He really is up to all kinds of fabulous <clears throat> shenanigans over there. And I was surprised to find out how you haven't been doing it that long. Like No. So that first boat, that Rankin, we bought that in October of twenty eighteen. And oh, wow. that was my first boat. I was in my fifties. And anybody who's from Maryland. So you are actually a captain. Is that correct? Yes, I a am. real, legit a captain. <laughs> I got my little paperwork right oh, here. Yeah. yeah. Now, technically, any person who is the one operating the vessel is the captain, technically, right? Sure. And uh, in fact, they don't even call it a captain's license they actually call it right. a master of whatever vessel type you're allowed to run they don't uh or an operator of a passenger vessel it's not a captain's license that's just an honorific and i'm happy to call anybody captain that wants it especially if they're wearing the hat <laughs> right. with, the, with the scrambled eggs on the brim yeah. 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 <laughs> so um also, in the state of Maryland, in order to operate a boat, if you were born after a certain date in 1972 or 3, I think it is. 74. 74, you have to take a boater safety class. However, when you're really old like me, you're grandfathered in, even if you know absolutely nothing, which, honest truth, my daughter went with me the first time I took the Rankin out. And we're heading out of our creek, and I knew so little about boating that I saw the green and the red buoy. Yeah. And my plan was to follow the other boats and do what they do. Okay. On this particular day, mm. nobody was out on the water. <clears throat> nobody was leaving my creek to go out onto the Magathy River. Nobody. It was a weekday. I picked a weekday because less traffic, but I didn't realize there would be literally nobody going out in their boat or coming in. <laughs> so we're going out the creek and I see the green buoy and the red buoy. And I said to my daughter, can you look up on your phone what we're supposed to do when we see these green and red buoys? I don't know what to do because I didn't. 
Oh my god. I had no clue. <laughs> so you know what I did? As she was trying to look this up, because of course, once again, we didn't even know how to spell buoy. <laughs> and it is an she's underscore. looking this up on her phone and I'm getting closer and closer to it because I, I couldn't apply the brakes to the boat at all, you know. And um, I had not found, I still haven't found the break. I really haven't. I don't know how you stop a boat other than running into things. But um, <laughs> so my choice was I thought the green and the red buoys were probably to mark the area you're not supposed to go. And the best thing to do would be to go around the outside of it. Oh, hmm. oh goodness gracious. So, okay. I, I, we might have some new boaters out there. And to you, <laughs> darling, darling dears, <laughs> I, I just got to tell you a little, a little ditty. And then you can buy the t-shirt from Wayne. <laughs> take, take a boat for safety course. Take, take a boat safety course. Take your Enjoy. boating safety course. And then yes. understand the expression, red, right, returning. And then, If you're in Maryland or America, well, whatever. Well, if yeah. you're in any yeah. zone A that is under the regulations of, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Because other areas, uh, it takes a while. the opposite for some uh, but either way, you go yeah. between the buoys. Yes. You go between them. Well, I am. I loved your strategy, though. I loved your strategy was to follow the other boaters because I have absolutely used that strategy when. <laughs> sure. Uh, right. When heading into places that I don't necessarily know, I'm like, oh, that's a similar size and type of boat that I am. I should probably follow them because they might right. know something I don't. Uh, or Catch at least I know and, yeah. when they run aground, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And that's better than what I thought you were going to say, Wayne. I thought you were going to stop when you got close to the red buoy. <laughs> and wait for it to turn green like a light. <laughs> wait till you drifted to the green one and then start again. <laughs> yep. your, your, mind, your mind yeah. is amazing, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> So we got extremely lucky that we didn't run aground mm. because we were in a creek and that red and green buoy, the green buoy was pretty close to the shore. And as I squeezed between that and the shore, that's when it dawned on me. I was like, you know, maybe I should have gone on the other side of the green marker, which is what I think I referred to it at the time as a green marker because I didn't know it was a buoy. Yeah. Mm. But um, yeah, so I've been very lucky. We also, we always took it all very slow and went out a little at a time. And I would try to ask people, but the hard thing, and this is kind of where I guess my channel and a lot of my content falls is the fact that boaters seem to fall in two categories. They're usually lifelong people who love boating. They're, they're, they're lifelong sailors or they grew up around boats they grew up in an area where there's a lot of boating going on. Or they're an older adult who says, hey, I, I should just go get a boat. And they do what I did. And there are plenty of boaters who are willing to share their expertise and their knowledge. But if you don't know them and don't know where to find them, they don't just show up when you're at the <laughs> marina and you're sitting there going, I wonder which way I should go. They don't pop out of the woodwork. Because <laughs> when I couldn't get that boat started, I was looking for somebody to show me how to start an outboard engine because I was losing my mind. And my daughter still has not recovered from that experience. Oh, God. Uh, you know. 
Eh, she'll get over it. <laughs> sure. It builds character. That's what I say about my it kids. Hey, it builds nice. character. Well, that's uh, you know, there's that that T-shirt that's saying, you know, you know, I apologize for what I said at the boat ramp, and 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 that that was one of those days because I was telling her I was like, you know, we got it in the water. I was so worried that I was going to, you know, not launch it correctly, and. It's a scary I thing. Watched, yeah. yeah, I watched like 20 videos and read stuff and looked things up for how to launch the boat, and we did it just fine. And then we're sitting there drifting. I'm going to allude to your short video that you put out today on Instagram, by the way. She had this great <laughs> video talking about the fact that you can throttle the boat while you're tied off. In fact, you, you should. You don't do it with a car. Right. You don't do it with a car. It's a fantastic idea. You made a great short video, by the way. It was awesome. And uh, I, I commented on it. I, I think I saw it on Instagram. And I hope you put it out on all of the other things because it was a very good video. Because we don't think about the fact that a boat is so different from a car. You can throttle it up while you're tied mm. off. And all you're going to do is churn up a little bit of water. You're not hurting anything. You're not spitting the tires. No. No, you're only helping yourself. Uh, yeah. In fact, it'll tell you a lot about a boat, just being at the dock and putting it in gear and taking it out of gear. I mean, I usually can tell what kind of prop walk I've got while still tied to the dock mm -hmm. if there's enough slack in the... Sorry. Yeah. Prop walk is the tendency of a boat to pull to one side or the other based on the rotation of the propeller. Uh, <laughs> or like the like, first... Got a lot of this is hard. This is hard because... Um, it's it's so interesting to me that you're such a new boater and yet you sound like somebody I can jump right into the deep end with and that's why I'm I'm so surprised at how quickly you amassed such an impressive amount of information and then I love that you put it all out there for other people to absorb uh, in such a fun and delightful <laughs> way. Like, <laughs> Appreciate that. Thank you. It's Thank really you. great. However. <clears throat> Uh-oh. Here you go, Wayne. Welcome <laughs> to the club, buddy. I've got my grape juice. I'm drinking my grape juice. Go ahead. However, <laughs> I, I asked you about boat shows, and you said, oh, no, I don't, I don't do boat shows. But we've talked about boat shows a little bit already. You said you, you have done boat shows, but you don't anymore. And I I have a problem. Like, I have to go to boat shows. I'm obsessed with them. I need them in my life. I get real itchy if I don't get to go to the boat show. <laughs> People have to hear about it. Um, I think we haven't had an episode yet where we didn't talk about boat shows. Yeah, like, like right. boots, the, same uh, thing. the one that you go to, want to go to yeah. is boots oh, in not, Germany I, or something. Send me there, people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you're not into it, and I'm I'm dying to know why because I don't think you're alone. I think there's other boaters that are not into it. Yeah. So here's the. What I have found, and, and it might be different in other areas of the country, like maybe a boat show in Missouri might be very, very different because, <laughs> yeah, yeah. okay, there we go. Have you been to one in Missouri? Okay. No. It would make no sense. No. Why would they do that? <laughs> because they don't need brokers for their 10-foot aluminum John boats. So <laughs> the interesting thing about boat shows, when I went the first time, I thought, 
I'm so excited to see what there is for all kinds of boaters. And I was thinking that there might be some things for a person who is just looking for like a 12 foot aluminum boat to take out onto a pond and do stuff. Like maybe they'd have some cool nifty little anchors and some giveaways and, you know, show John boat seats or whatever. And no, you know, it's, it's really big boats, really nice boats, yachts, a lot of high-end equipment and things for those boats, sailboats. Well, I didn't even go to the sailboat show because that's a whole other planet. That is a whole um, other planet. <laughs> but uh, the, um, the only things I could find that were like reasonably priced weren't even that reasonably priced. They were like the high-end pedal fishing kayaks mm -hmm. that were like a mm -hmm. few thousand dollars. And I'm thinking every boat in my yard doesn't, total up to be a few thousand dollars i mean right now i've got four boats in my yard and and three of them cost me less than five hundred dollars <laughs> each <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh and i have i think i have four outboard motors and total in invested in those four outboard motors is six hundred dollars total and that was just for <laughs> no two of them run and three of them will run very soon okay and um but um so what i realized was that um for the the people who just like to go out in a cheap boat and go out and do a little bit of fishing by themselves go out on lakes and in the streams and and out here on the magathy river that there's a lot of those people, they don't go to boat shows. And I actually did a poll on my YouTube channel after I went to the boat show and I kind of made a video sort of saying like, hey, I kind of was disappointed there wasn't anything for budget boaters, like real budget mm -hmm. boaters, people who are looking to spend things that don't have commas in them. And um, most of my audience was like, yeah, you know, the, the poll was like, yeah, that's, we don't, we don't go to those things. We don't, there's nothing there for us. And it, it's interesting because it's sort of like, you know, when people talk about an entry-level house, right? Anybody who owns a home, mm -hmm. they know what an entry-level house is. But people who've only lived in apartments, like to them, an entry-level house, like it might as well be a mansion, you know what I mean? Because they, they don't have the means or in their mind, the, the you know, to, to put all of those resources into a single family home somewhere. Um, and boating is, is there's all these different tiers and right. there's a whole lot of boaters and a whole lot of boats and a whole lot of boating that goes on in this tier where uh, you look around and there, somebody will have two boats in their driveway and none of the boats are, are newer than 30 years old. And, and their biggest outboard mm -hmm. motor is... 30 horsepower and it's a two-stroke and and it's one that anybody else would just throw in the dumpster and that's what this guy runs and goes fishing every weekend with and and i it's very eye-opening i think that you're not wrong i think there is there's something missing in boat shows that is exclusionary to um to to what most of most of my life i Growing up, I got to play with little tiny mm -hmm. <clears throat> boats that, like, my uncle had on a lake out here, and and it was, it wasn't until I was 
older that I got to start really seeing bigger and more exciting boats and really understanding boat shows from a different angle, which was, hey, I, I go to boat shows because there's new weird things that I'm going to see on used boats in 10 years. <laughs> right. Yep. Um, right. Yeah. And, and I love that and I get very excited about it, but also because I get paid to drive the brand new ones as well. So it's a, it's a awesome. little of both. Um, yeah, that's, that's living the dream right there. <laughs> like, like the, uh, you got to recently drive one with the two new diesels and I saw <laughs> those diesels at the first time a year ago at the boat show in Annapolis. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I got to drive a boat yeah. with twin cocks. Right. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> cox brand diesel cox engines. brand <laughs> diesel engines diesel outboards they're very cool yes. and i highly recommend you go yeah. check them out um and yeah go ahead so so i i would say wayne that uh i was at the saint petersburg boat show down in florida and they had not the 500 or thousand dollar boat you know for sale but they did have i was really surprised not only did they have all the larger power boats and they had a 64 foot, uh, it had five outboards, <laughs> uh, center console, 12, $2.4 million boat. I mean, gorgeous. But then you had your sailboats too, especially some really nice Bavaria ones. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and uh, and they Bavarians. also had on land a large selection of um, new trailered boats. And they were, you know, the, cent the fiberglass center consoles, but they also had quite a few of the Lunds and the V-style mm -hmm. aluminum boats, um, which I was personally, as a broker, I was surprised to see yeah. those there, but there is that yeah. market. And you joked about Missouri. I do know that um, the Midwest, um, Tennessee, um, the states that have a lot of boating there, but it's more lake and river boating, there are a lot of boat shows, and I I hate to say that I've never been to the Timonium oh, boat show. I was there this um, year. It's good. You, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I was thinking maybe that's a venue that uh, would would lend itself more to your clientele would, or, or your viewers would, than maybe Annapolis. So I, I went to the Timonium boat show because I wanted to see if that possibly would be. Mm -hmm. Um, and for people who aren't from this area, Annapolis. Annapolis is the monster of boating yeah. Mecca in the United States. Um, yeah. And I mean, it, we're, isn't Annapolis the sailboat capital of man. the world or Look, the U.S.? Or anybody, uh, any of like the Kiwis are going to yell at you and say you're wrong about that. Sure. So like, yeah. don't just I'm, I'm here to be controversial. <laughs> the French so. are extra yeah. going to hate you. <laughs> <laughs> so Annapolis is the universal biggest <laughs> sailboat community ever undisputed it. matter of fact europe i don't even know if they have sailboats in europe they only have them in annapolis annapolis is the only place for sailboats anybody who disagrees please put it in the comments below and educate me because i don't think they sell sailboats in the rest of the world i'm pretty sure they just don't they don't even know what a boat is i, I i'm thinking <laughs> Uh, oh no, um, now that we're oh in trouble boy. you were saying yeah. <laughs> i'm here i'm here here, we go. I'm here for that i'll take the flag um no maryland is, is a very big boating area and i actually 
thought maybe that the Timonium Boat Show, like you said, Ed, would, would might be more of a, I don't want to say lower class, but just sort of more like entry-level boats, smaller boats. And um, my wife and I went as um, doing what, what you were talking about, Captain, which is going to see what kind of boat we'll get in 10 years because we we want to upgrade our big boat and we want to buy a used mm-hmm. one so we wanted to see what was out now and what we might would buy in 10 years and um i was also looking for smaller boats and there literally was nothing under like 22 feet there um which i was surprised mm-hmm. about there was a couple small outboards but they were just there for show and um there weren't any smaller boats and the really interesting thing, and I've gotten in trouble for this on my channel, is that I made the observation there and in other places that inboard outboard motors are are, are are dead, that they're gone, that they're no more because outboards are now much more powerful, like the diesels that you were talking about. But also just 25 years ago, you could not get a, you know, a, a 400 horsepower outboard motor. Um you know, the biggest thing you could get was like maybe a 225 two-stroke Johnson. That was the biggest outboard you could buy. And now you can load like that. I think that one you were talking about was probably the HB Estrella right. or something the like Verado. that. Yeah, you can put, you know, Ooh. 600 horsepower, five of those <laughs> or six of those in the back. Yeah. And so I was, I've made observations about that. And, and I know that Four Winds, Sea Ray, all these brands who used to only sell inboard outboard or stern drive boats now are selling ones with outboards as an option. But in Missouri and in other areas in, in the middle of the country where there's a lot of lake boaters, inboard outboard boats are still very popular. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have enlightened me to that fact because i'll say hey <laughs> they're going away this is the end and they're like not where i'm at you know i'm on lake havasu and you know everybody has an inboard outboard and i'm like oh i didn't know that well so it's, it's yeah so it's fun so here's the problem with boat shows and and most people's experience of boat shows and i'm and i'm going to tell you how to fix it right i know okay. because let me tell you i <laughs> um I have not been dealing with as many IOs. And when I had to deal with an inboard outboard uh, bellows replacement, I had a lot of questions. And the best place for me to get those answers was to show up to a boat show and harass all of the yards that are also at the boat show because they send their guys there and Mm -hmm. they'll answer questions because they're stuck in a booth and they have to talk to you anyway. (laughs) And and then I'll go and I'll talk to a couple brokers and I'll ask them questions about like, hey, you guys used to sell this type of boat some years ago. Can you tell me what people are saying about it as they owned them over the years? And I just... I see it as a place to just uh, latch on to people that are trapped in booths and Mm -hmm. suck information out of them. Um, And I can get very specific. And that is my my truly favorite part of boat shows. Yes, there's new stuff coming and I get excited about being ahead on trends just because I am a boat nerd. But I, I honestly use it as an opportunity to learn things that I am coming up against in, in my actual boating practice. Um, and, and my boating practice these days is a lot of smaller, weirder, 
crappier boats <laughs> because that's what i'm going after because it makes for some good content <laughs> like, uh, have i told you right. about my whaler you're asking about crappy boats I, it I, makes I, great I... content it makes freaking great content oh, the stories that you get from an adventurous boat like this is what i'm this is what i'm after <laughs> I want to be in the ocean <laughs> I, when I'm on the bay. <laughs> I, I will tell you, Wayne, when I was a dock master at my family's marina on the eastern shore, I had a 13-foot Boston mm. whaler. Guaranteed it is saturated, waterlogged. Uh, had, a, I think, a 9.9 Yamaha mm -hmm. on it. And I have towed, moved, rescued every single boat in that wow. marina. With that boat? With that boat and that engine, uh, fifty foot Hatteras, not a problem. Heck of a work boat. Uh, I've Heck done it all. <laughs> like that's very. I yeah. wonder if it's the same boat. <laughs> no, this one's. Uh... Oh, I sold it to this yeah. crabbing kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's stretched from all the water. It's like almost seventeen feet long. So um... it's got sea monkeys inside of it. <laughs> there may end up being something posted somewhere later this summer about like probably the worst boat anybody's ever seen in the Chesapeake Bay being out there because I may I I may um be out in the water in that boat in its I'm excited for the adventure. It's going to make for a great YouTube video and I, like invite me. I want to go. We'll test we'll test all of my yes. safety equipment. <laughs> we will have to. Yes. <laughs> it won't be a test. We will be using it and deploying it. <laughs> oh my goodness. This has been so much fun. I, I let, once again I want to tell everybody has, go absolutely. go find Wayne on YouTube. His videos are so valuable because he is taking you through the thought process of learning all the stuff you need to learn to understand boats and and get yourself to be a better boater and i'm so impressed by that and i really love it uh oh i i should probably i'm gonna check in with ed here and just make sure i didn't totally poop on his party but i'm gonna wrap this up otherwise uh yeah. no, i think we're good we had a good time it was enjoyable hearing all about uh you know taking the beatings and the lashings <laughs> that uh the brokers typically do so I we appreciate, appreciate that. you ed you handle it very well because <laughs> we need to get this anger out somehow and and right I, i'm just here <laughs> to be a service you know actually you guys probably do provide a great service don't you for people who need to finance oh. a boat because I was reading something that that's a that's a that's a problem a lot of times is being able to pay for larger boat purchases, especially yep. if it's not something brand new. So Yeah, yep. We do we try to connect the dots for everybody as best oh, we can. I'm kissing up that. to Ed because I might need to go over to Rock Hall sometime, you know, and have a connection. <laughs> hey. It's my town. <laughs> oh, Ed's a pussycat. He'll he'll forgive you. Uh, in any case, thank you all so much. This has been the Funny Boat Podcast, Bon Voyage. I really can't tell you how much fun this was. It was freaking great. Oh my this God. I loved it so much. But I'm totally out of beer yes. now. Oh, <laughs> what? Out of soda, you mean? I'm drinking oh, right. juice. Right. Juice. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Pirate juice. Got it. <laughs> Pirate juice. Pirate juice.